Welcome to Wild Her Wisdom, the podcast where sassy meets savvy. Here's your hosts, Shelly and Amy. I am so excited. It is my honor and pleasure to introduce the first guest on Wild Her Wisdom, which is Polo Rio Tate. She is sparkly, people. Amy, is she sparkly? Oh, that's an understatement, I do believe. You will feel, even if you cannot see her, we get the privilege of seeing her, but not even being able to see her, you will feel feel the magnetism and energy coming through. Mm-hmm. Polo, thanks for being here. We all want to talk. We're so excited. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. What an honor to be your first guest and for it to come out on Valentine's Day. There is no greater honor. It's my favorite holiday. I need you to spread love around the world in inside yourself. Oh, I'm on board. Thank you. You will always be known as our love guest. Oh my gosh. Well, That's the best nickname I've ever had in my life. <laughs> so let's jump right into it because we have so many questions we want to ask you, Polo, because you are a fantastic, amazing, and just interesting person. So let's start with your journey. Polo, your journey is incredible. Could you share a pivotal moment um, that set you on this path of becoming what you describe as a joyful warrior and a Renaissance woman? Oh, what a great question. You know what? I'm going to start with a relatively recent journey because this journey is one I've been exploring in-depthly for the last week as <laughs> I have received the um, first edit from my editor of my new book. And the story, the journey that is told in the story is a recent one in which I had a major life change and it required me leaving where I was living, leaving the job at which I was working and having a solitary road trip from Sedona all the way back up to Michigan. Mm. And during this road trip, I went through the entire gamut of my life. And for those of you who haven't read my first book, Deep Dark Blue, or who don't know me, um, I tumbled out of my mom's womb, ready for the world, Um, really boisterous and active. At the age of 11, I set my goal and my intention to go to the United States Air Force Academy. And um, out of high school, I was recruited for volleyball, basketball, and soccer. I was accepted into the United States Air Force Academy, West Point, and the University of Notre Dame and recruited for volleyball and basketball to all three. And I ended up going to the United States Air Force Academy and playing volleyball and basketball for them. And it was a dream come true. And I was ready for the challenge, as ready as you can ever be for a challenge that you're not all prepared for. Nobody's prepared for it. (laughs) It's brilliant. Um, And after a two-year tumultuous ride of incredible highs and devastating lows. I had to leave the United States Air Force Academy called USAFA for short. I had to leave the academy or I wouldn't have survived. And it was after and sort of in the survival of my time there and what I had gone through with being sexually assaulted twice, with um, having to deal with the fallout from that and the hazing from that and the hurt from that, Um, It was in that survival journey where I started writing my first book, Deep Dark Blue. And as I moved through that journey and I 
and I ended up finishing my degree in playing volleyball for the University of Notre Dame and, and actually graduating from Notre Dame and then moving out to New York City. Those, that series of moments of pivotal times in your life, just what you asked, like, what are those pivotal <laughs> moments that really make, that stand out in your life where you really understand things about yourself that you never could have and never would have had those things not happened. So this journey explores all of what has sort of made me who I am. But more than that, what I have learned in the process of stumbling through life, of having these radical highs and these devastating lows, what I've learned, and I offer it to the reader, what has worked for me. It's a it's an unconventional book full of journal entries and anecdotes and golden nuggets and then exercises that the reader can do for themselves to really process life. It's hard to be human sometimes. And we deserve a life full of authenticity and freedom and fulfillment. Wow. That was a very long-winded answer to your question. <laughs> that was an amazing, amazing. I'm just, I'm taking it all in because I just, I love your authenticity. That's all I can say. I'm just blown away. Thank you. You know, it, you know, thank you for saying that because I think we connect at such a deeply authentic place, all three of us. And mm -hmm. I know that from the moment I met both of you, it was such an honor and such a joy to tap into the true light of who you are and to really bask in your, the, the emanation of your inner light. It's so prevalent. You shine it with every room you walk into. And when you, when you can feel somebody's soul the moment you meet them, it's so fun to let the details of their life unfold. And as we talk, each time we talk, we we let those details unfold with one another. And it's just amazing. So right back at you. <laughs> and, you know, I love I love the transparency that you bring out when you're sharing your journey. And I have to imagine I don't want to assume, but I have to imagine that writing some of that out has been cathartic for you. And I would hope that it would be something that would help you heal from some of that, some of that journey, because that's an incredible journey. There's, there's so many pieces and parts to that, that um, you can digest, but hopefully that was, that was an ability for you to be able to just kind of process through that because not everybody takes the time to do that when they go through some struggles and you went through some intense struggles and struggles is an understatement. And I understand that. But to be able to process through that, I, I applaud you for doing that. That's very brave. Very oh, brave. Thank you for saying that. And I'm so glad you actually brought up the word process and catharsis because yeah. it, this new book that I am in the final stages of editing right now is called Worthy, How to mm -hmm. Live an All-In, All-Win Life Full of Authenticity, Freedom, and Fulfillment. And it's based on the premise that worthiness is not something we earn. It is something we are. And there, most of us spend our entire lives trying to numb ourselves from this experience or trying to somehow disassociate or disconnect from the experience of being human. And the truth of it is our bodies, our minds, our souls, they're inextricably linked. 
our bodies are already in this human physical experience. And each moment that we try to numb them or distract them or disconnect from them, we are squandering the ability to really be present and all in with this life experience. We're squandering each moment to find and milk the magic and miracles that are waiting inside each our, each of our experiences. So it's true. The most important thing that we can do, I'll put it like this. If hurt people hurt people and whole people help people, then mm-hmm. the most helpful thing we can do for ourselves and those around us is to mindfully do the work to heal ourselves whole. Because yes. when we heal ourselves, we heal our world. Yes. And it's really that simple. It's not easy, but it is simple. No, I agreed. And I'm so excited for that, for that book to be done and complete. To Me be too, for the love of God. As soon as I start to finish my thing, you guys have got it. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait because all of that is needed. Um, which kind of leads me to the question that I have just your your energy which we talked about in the beginning just your energy is it is comes through without even seeing you it comes through just hearing you i believe but so your energy and your outlook just in life are are contagious i think and i'm just curious like how do you how do you maintain that overall because every time i see you and every time i talk to you you have the same level of energy and and positive outlook but how do you how do you maintain that level of joy and positivity even in challenging times? Oh, that's such a good question. And I think that's a question we need to ask ourselves in every moment, or at least start our day with that. What do we need to feel good in this moment? You know, taking a mini diagnostic. How do I feel? What do I need? What do you need, little heart? What do you need, little body? And giving it to them and feeding ourselves and nourishing ourselves in that way. That said through all the work that I've done and all the experiences that I've had, I really have um, figured out what lights me up. And that has always been people. It's always been um, finding out what lights people up. That's what lights me up. And in order to do that, I know that I have to be in a place of receptivity, meaning I have to get my own shit out of Mm -hmm. the way and process my own shit Mm -hmm. so that I can be open and present and available to hear the magic and to experience the magic that people are. So it's honestly what's worked for me being, uh, being really willing to take a beat and ask Mm -hmm. myself how, how I feel. And if I feel anything less than really good, then I know where the work lies. And I know that's a big old bullseye inside to take care of myself in a way that allows me to raise my emotion and raise my vibration so that I can be at the frequency of my inner self and my inner light to be able to experience other people's light. I love that. You just ask the question. You would ask the question of yourself first. Every single question yep. is answered immediately. Mm-hmm. We are, when I was talking about the fact that we're body, mind, and soul, there we are, we are pure consciousness having a human experience, right? Mm-hmm. We are both yeah. divine and human, however you want to say that, whatever lexicon works for you. We are non-physical beings and we are physical beings. Mm-hmm. And so it is really important that we 
open up lines of communication between our divine self, that pure consciousness, that unconditional love that courses to us and through us, and then our human boots on the ground, personality structure and ego and petulant little inner child that is moving through this world. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's really important that we open up lines of communication and we are broad with information our body communicates with us our experiences communicate with us our emotions communicate with us all of this is guidance from our higher self from our soul to really let us know where our human is in the full range of human emotion what we're experiencing so we can use those things that we perceive as negative emotion we can use those times where we feel shitty or worried or fearful as a big old bullseye to really focus the pure light of consciousness and some unconditional loving energy and compassion to ourselves until we can nurture ourselves like a child in pain and begin to feel better. Mm-hmm. Because we all know hurt people hurt people, but we've all experienced the when we're short tempered, when people are short tempered, you see yeah. it on the highways every single day. Yeah. You see it when you go and get coffee <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Like, Impatience. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So we owe it to ourselves and our experience to really do what it takes to feel good as we move through the world, because, oh my God, it's from that space. You can really mine all the magic and all of the the communication and all of the beautiful information and exquisite things about this experience that are just everywhere around us. I, Polo, I love what you're saying. And you may or may not know this, the tool that I use in my my coaching and speaking career is, is emotional intelligence. So everything you're saying is what I preach to people, like self-awareness. You cannot be fully show up for other people if you haven't shoveled the shit and understand yourself, right? You've got to do the work on yourself. And it if you don't, it's it's going to be really difficult to live the life that you want to, to, to be to your full potential. So I love everything you're saying. I'm like, yes, take Polo on the road with me. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad you're bringing that work into the world in a way that is perfect for you. Because I I know that in using that with your personality and with your particular constellation of attributes, then the people who will absolutely be helped the most will gravitate right towards you. How cool is that? Love fest. All right, speaking of work, and beautiful things and wonderful people, you have seamlessly, beautifully intertwined your role as an author, an actor, and an artist in your life. How do these different expressions of creativity influence and enrich one another? Ooh, what a beautiful question. (laughs) I would like to just take a moment and take that in. Because I think for so long, especially who people who are creative by nature, and by the way, all of us are creative by nature. Yeah. There's such a, um, there's such a sometimes negative or flighty connotation to giving ourselves permission to really be creative. When the truth is creativity is just inspiration coming from our higher self, whispering through the instrument of us. We have notes, beautiful notes that we play through the instrument of our being and out into the world. We are creators. That's what we came here to do. We came here to be the full expression of our authentic super selves. 
while consciously creating joyful success and deep meaning and profound fulfillment and tons of fun. So the the biggest thing that I had to work to allow myself to do and the work was to just uncover the shrouds and layers so that I could give myself permission to be my authentic self so that I could give myself permission to be that creative person. I think as I was, um, as I was doing this, as I was writing this book, I, I really found out what my core code was, what my core values are. And from that, I let it inform this, the personal mission statement Mm-hmm. And my personal mission statement, why I am here is really to be, connect, explore, experience, and create, create from that space, be the full expression of my true self authentically, whatever that is in any given moment without judgment and hopefully <laughs> without censoring if it's appropriate, Right. Yeah. with every noun, every person, place, or thing that I come into contact with to explore every place and person and thing that I encounter and to experience what I can in every given moment and then to create from that space, create whatever I'm inspired to create, whether it is writing or physical um, physical art in any way, painting, drawing, whatever that is, Um music, anything, mm-hmm. or a conversation like that. I've, I've finally started to give myself permission and trust that if I do what lights me up, everything else will follow. And it has. And I, I think we, we do a disservice as parents sometimes, and as the general discourse sometimes, when we marginalize creative endeavors or creative occupations or quote unquote hobbies, we marginalize what really lights people up, what lights kids up by saying, yes, but how are you going to make money? Yes, yeah. but what's your day job going to be? But what's your real job going to be? I mean, I I know as supportive and amazing as my parents were, I heard that. What's your plan B? Well, yeah. if we're constantly splitting our energy, thinking that what we really love is not going to somehow support our lifestyle, then of course, we're not going to be fully fulfilled or feel successful <laughs> fully, right? Right. right. So it's permission. It's permission yeah. and exploring and then really giving yourself the permission to not only be, but to do from that place of supreme authenticity. I heard of yourself. I heard right. that too. Yeah. I heard um I was at a at an event and I heard a wonderful artist in Lansing speaking. His name's Ryan Holmes and he's an amazing artist and community supporter. And he said this during his keynote speech and it's resonated with me so long after that. Artists are the first responders. Oh, you gave They're me the, right? And I thought, you know, they are. Where do we turn? When things are difficult, we turn to art, we turn to music, we turn to entertainment. What mm-hmm. what connects us to those moments in our life, whether good, bad, it's art. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love it, that. Yeah, it really made me think about it through a different, a different lens and realize the immense truth in that statement. Ooh. And and in that, from that space. 
we're here to be the ultimate expression of our true selves, whatever that may be. Those are, everybody has, you know, unique constellation of attributes that come through and shine their light into the world in whatever way is perfect for them. It's so vital and important that everybody allow themselves to be themselves because mm -hmm. like a jigsaw, like jigsaw puzzle pieces, we all fit together to create this incredibly spectacular existence. No one the same. We're all one, not one in the same. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, in the, in the uh, idea of talking about a spiritual being and a physical being and just the concept of energy and, and physicality, things like that. So the idea of elevating the energy of any sort of given relationship or a situation um, is fascinating. I don't, to me, and I know that it is to both of you as well, but can you share an example of maybe a time that you um, help to elevate the energy of a situation or a relationship and maybe the impact that it had. Wow. I, you know, it's, it's fascinating. So the first story that comes to mind, I'm going to tell you in a moment. Um, and, and first I'm going to just tell you that there have been a couple, uh, physical situations that have been acute that, um, have been diffused by some uh, uh, years ago, a gentleman stepped up and got in my mother's face and he was trying to assert his power for something. And my immediate reaction was, of course, to step in between them mm -hmm. and to breathe mm -hmm. and to reassure him that there is nothing is going to happen unless he incites it. But how about we just both take a breath and take a step back and mm -hmm. take a beat and then be able to talk about, we want to hear what you have to say. We are ready and willing to hear any ideas that you bring to the table. How about we take a step back and have a conversation about it? And that immediately diffused the physically um, acute situation of that. And we can do that. That's we're energetic beings. So yes. we have the ability to do that, especially if you are willing and able to set your state before you walk into a room. We all have walked into a room and we feel the heaviness of sorrow mm -hmm. or grief or somebody's um, the freneticism of somebody's anxiety or yep. um, stress. We all are sensitive to energy. We're energetic beings. And yep. it, it goes a huge way if you're able to set your state beforehand, before you walk into an encounter, before you walk into a room, before you walk into a situation or a meeting, um, mm -hmm. that helps 100%. Amy Ketty and her and her uh, TED talk on power poses, power pose. explores scientific way, exactly, uh, explores how your physiology can really affect uh, your energy and thus affect the vibration and frequency of any situation that you encounter. Mm -hmm. However, just experienced one of the most profound transmutations of energy in a situation that I've felt in a long time. And I'm going to, you guys are actually the first to hear this because it just <laughs> happened and I'll let you know how it unfolds. Okay. Um, follow me on media and I'll let you know. Um, but about a month ago, I had a conference in Boulder, Colorado. And mm -hmm. some of you may know, others may not, that the Air Force Academy is actually in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay. So I took an extra day and I drove down to the academy and I talked to the SPs and was able to, to drive onto the grounds. And I spent the entire day 
walking where I used to walk, going to my old haunts, exploring all over the grounds of the United States Air Force Academy, where I used to be a cadet and where I experienced such magnificent highs and devastating lows, where I experienced so much pain and violence. And I just had a wild day of appreciation for this place that I had spent the majority of my life trying to get into and do well. And it was the most magical thing ever. And the most peaceful thing ever. Mm -hmm. And it was just a full circle moment. Well, cut to last Friday, Mm -hmm. I actually was reached out to by a cadet at the Air Force Academy. Now, mind you, I have heard radio silence as is standard standard operating procedure for them when anybody writes a book or or is in the media uh, about their experience at that. I I totally expected, I never expected any... um, correspondence, but it has been a radio silence since my book. (laughs) And actually since I left. Yeah. And here on Friday, uh, a gentleman reached out to me to ask me to keynote their newly formed sexual assault awareness and prevention month for the entire month of April and talk to the entire thing and brass about my experience and what I've learned. Wow. Wow. We both wowed at the same time. I know. That is wow. I'm wowed. I have to, I have to like stop myself from crying because it, you know, in my head, I never had anything against the Air Force Academy. Absolutely Mm -hmm. none at all. I Mm -hmm. I revered them, loved them. I respect them deeply. I worked the majority of my life, like I said, to get in. Yeah. And what I needed to reconcile within myself is the mm-hmm. fact that I feel like I did not get to accomplish my own personal mission when I set out to go to the Air Force Academy. Okay, yep. That was what haunted me. And mm-hmm. if there is any proof of as within, so without, you mm-hmm. change energy on your inside, you change the outside energy and your experience. If there is any doubt that the work we do inside changes our outer life, this is proof in such a profound way, at least in my own life. Wow. The more you work to heal yourself whole, the more you heal the world around you. Mm-hmm. That is, um, I did not expect, of course, we wouldn't have known that example even ahead of time. We, you know, haven't chatted before, but what a perfect example of that particular question and how timely this is. I cannot, that I'm, my mind is blown. And who knows, hopefully it'll work out. I know they have to run it up the chain and do their due diligence. And at the same time. But the conversation has been had and the, and the work that you've done is clearly that that's, that's what brought it to you. How exciting. Yeah. Yeah. How exciting that the conversation can be taken further, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. What a great example. Oh gosh. Well, Polo, we have one more question for you. I mean, I could keep you here all day, but one more question that we want to ask before we let you go off to do your wonderful things. But you speak about the importance of self-love. You have a book coming out entitled Worthy um, in loving yourself unconditionally. Can you share some personal insights or strategies on how folks can cultivate this kind of self-love? I know you talked about being in the moment, but are there things you can do day to day to kind of start growing that muscle in, in micro moments. Oh, 
This is the most beautiful question ever. And it's the most, and it allows you to embark upon the most beautiful journey. Because the moment you ask that question, you have already started to heal and find new ways and new layers and new levels of love for yourself than the majority of the world. It is so exciting that you are willing to pose this question so that we who hear it can then ask it of ourselves. And honestly, putting your hand over your heart and rubbing your heart and asking your heart, how would you like me to love you? What can I do to allow you to feel love? Because you're when you when you speak to your heart, you're speaking to all hearts. It's the portal to the place at which we are all one. Not one and the same, but all one. It's your portal to pure consciousness. It's your portal to your soul. So when you speak into your heart, you will hear answers straight from source consciousness. And if you can get to a place where you can allow yourself to be quiet, and practice. <laughs> I did that intentionally because we always get so awkward with silence. <laughs> We're like, what the crap? Let's tell it. But if we can take a beat and we can really allow ourselves to be silent and listen, not do anything, but listen, then you will start to hear the whisper of truth, which is that authenticity is the in the moment realization of that which you truly are. You are an infinite being with infinite possibilities, receiving from an infinite source. You are a conscious creator made from the raw material of love. You are sovereign, empowered, worthy beyond measure, and unequivocally free, free, free. And if you can allow yourself to really pause and get quiet, you will start to hear all the ways in which your heart and your soul have been encouraging you to love yourself, to treat yourself like a child in pain with that level of nourishment and compassion. And you will start to feel better and thus change your entire life. Mm. Wow. What a great way to end. Yes. Well, how can, yes. How can, how can folks follow you? Because this was like, 25 minutes of your life and you have so many great things you have going on books coming out people are going to want to know what's going on how can people keep up into the know what's going on with polo rio tate you can please come to my website and join our live love community it's polotate.com and i'm hoping you guys will have the links available i'll give them to you follow me on social media there's some really exciting things coming up i am populating a youtube channel right now full of content that you can be just wildly annoyed at how much you can watch me spew information (laughs) and have really conscious conversations and I also have an app coming out that's eminent and I have a merch line speaking of love day you guys I have a merch line and I just came out with a new worthy line it has my logo on it which is a big heart and a crown And you can uh, you can find the link to my Etsy store on my website and all of my social Perfect. media on my link tree. Awesome. Girl, awesome. You are fancy. You are very fancy. <laughs> She's got all the, like things. <laughs> all the things. Yes. Well, stunning souls. Unfortunately, we've reached the end of another journey together on Wild Her Wisdom podcast. But don't let the conversation stop here. Keep the inspiration flowing by connecting with us on social media. 
You can like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram for a dose of empowerment and updates. And for those of you who just can't get enough, head on over to wildherwisdom.com. There you can connect with us, stay up to date on all of our latest adventures, and catch up on episodes you may have missed. So until next time, keep embracing your wild and exploring your wisdom. Remember, you are capable, you are resilient, and you are amazing. Keep shining. Thank you.